Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again. How really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part, in spite of myself. You understand, in spite of all my shortcomings, 
in spite of all of my flaws, in, 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 in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through his grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. As always, you know, I, I, was, I get taught things by people who know a whole lot more than I do. And uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes is one of my favorite teachers. He's just one of my favorite people. He happens to be a friend of mine, too. I mean, he's always there for me when I don't have anywhere else to turn. You know, I mean, he, he said he was talking about a thing that he was calling exceptionalism. And what it was all about was so many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We, we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she's scolding them or talking to them. She'll be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? You know, she talks to them about that all the time. So many of us are born, and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but we always trying to follow the pack, always trying to be a follower, always trying to fit in, when clearly you were born to be exceptional. And one of the things he was talking about, I'm paraphrasing all this now because I got to get it into the way that I can tell it to you because He's such a gifted speaker, man. I, that's that he has. He's at another level. So I'm trying to paraphrase this to get you to where, where you can understand this. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else? Be ordinary. Why would you follow the pack when God has created you to be exceptional? You know, the 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 key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you, you you're not you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional, as exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is. You were created to be exceptional. Why not make this the year that you go head on and be exceptional? Why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind, but just has to be a decision that we make now. We're not following the pack no more. We're not trying to fit in no more. We ain't settling for ordinary no more. We're going to be exceptional. But, you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. 
thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you will ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind, a change of your venue? And you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to, this what race I belong to, this my sexual preference, this my this, this my that. Well, well how many, how many, how many excuses you need? How many, how many excuses? What 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 you what's it gonna be this year? That we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you set up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at them. Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay, do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old accept me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person and it's time for you to take control of that? It's time for you to start thinking different. It's time for you to start acting on what you think. It's time for you to start doing something about it. It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you and you feel like you're going to live forever. Yeah, okay, cool. But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about it. Suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worrying about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You want to keep living in the condition you're in now? You want to keep living with the money you got now? You want to keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one? You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life? Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want. And that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. 
Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I didn't tried it before. All right, it's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all over this world, <laughs> ah, this is morning. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just craziness. It's all over. It's just, it's just, it just is what it is. It's just crazy. You're crazy. Ain't it crazy? It's so crazy. You ever just woke up and said, I'm just crazy. crazy. (laughs) And that's what's happening right now. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. You know what it is? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. (laughs) What is it, Steve? It's crazy. As a matter of fact, this new character being bold right now. Crazy. Crazy, man. Crazy, man. I'm going to be a superhero. <laughs> Black Panther and Crazy Man. <laughs> so this morning, what I'm gonna start to do? Hello, Shirley. Hello, Crazy Man. What's up, baby? Carla? I call you that crazy all the time. Crazy Man, Craig. Crazy Man. What's up? What's up, Jay Anthony? What up, Crazy Man? Hey, Tommy. Crazy Man, what it do? Crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Go and ask me something. Watch how crazy I am. How'd you it, get this crazy? I, you know, I was just I was playing basketball one day when I was a baby. And somebody threw a pass, and I wasn't looking. The ball bust me dead in the face. And when I got up, here I was. Crazy. Just crazy. Crazy, man. Crazy as hell. How many That's times a day do you hear that? Woo, he's crazy. Woo. <laughs> you count? What you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy count. Ooh, let me see what he Least 38 times. Wow. That's a random number. 38 times. It's usually right after I get through talking. You hear it right after that? Soon as I get through. I got a question, crazy man. What you got, Carla? Who do you think is crazy? Who else do you think is crazy? I think Donald Trump crazy. There you go. Crazy man. Crazy man. Crazy man. Crazy man. Crazy man. Club shot. Ain't that many of us in it. Crazy man makes sense right there. Oh, man. Donald Trump crazy. He's crazy. That's my boy right there. Is he now? What? Yeah, that's my boy. Because he's crazy. He just be tweeting. Birds of a Don't give a damn about nothing, man. Sweet and eating, huh? He's crazy ass trying to come up with to say something about these kids. He gonna tweet about them damn kids in a minute. You gonna find out how crazy he is. <laughs> Soon as he say something about them kids, I read my case. Yeah. What was the craziest thing you saw this past weekend All-Star game? What was the craziest Uh-oh. thing I saw this weekend All-Star game? This past weekend. What? Let's see the crazy. Oh, I saw a stripper video. What? I saw some strippers having prayer <laughs> to the Lord before they went out and started stripping. I saw that crazy. That's crazy. Boy, you saw that? that? Was Boy, crazy. crazy. I saw Ain't that. that crazy? It was crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Heavenly Father God, <laughs> they need new teeth. They need a new booty. One of them need a new wig. One of them need a best stepdaddy to her sick kids. I was just looking like, boy, they look crazy. <laughs> One of them was cussing through the whole prayer. Yeah, I said, wow. wait a minute. Yeah, it's crazy. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. Oh, that crazy, that crazy thing. I said, boy, I said, hey, hey, hey boy, these hey. chicks are crazy. How are you going to be a stripper? 
and cuss while you praying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, crazy man, hang on. I don't know if you're going to be yeah, with us all yeah, morning or yeah. not, but anyway. I don't know how long it just been on what Carly said. You know, we'll, she cut it off. We'll be back with uh, more, she crazy. more crazy. <laughs> she crazy. <laughs> at 32 after. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with something funny. Special guest crazy man still in the building. This is a story about marriage, though. Um, signs a marriage is doomed according... This is according now, Jay, to wedding photographers, okay? Uh-huh. There's no doubt wedding photographers have seen it all, right? We all hire wedding Sorry photographers. That. Was that the police? He got gadgets. Was that he the got police? All kind Are we of talking gadgets. about wedding and yeah. marriages? You got gadgets. You call the police? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Sirens and stuff? All right. Uh, anyway, wedding photographers have seen it all. And since they spend a lot of time getting to know a couple before a big day, many can see the signs of a doomed relationship even before the I do's, wow. even before they're even said, okay? Wedding photographers have shared the red flags that tell them a couple may be headed for divorce. Red flags include, here we go, a partner who's completely uninterested in taking the pictures. That's red flag. In the first place. Right there. That's red flag. Right there. He could be already married. Uh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> a couple who doesn't spend any time together at a reception. Mm, All right, that's, that's a, another sign. They just away from each other the whole yeah, time? Yeah, that's another that's red flag. She's with her family. Right he's with his family. You know how it goes. Yeah, I he see you later. Be mad. He yeah. don't want to be married. Here's right. another one. And couples who aren't on the same page over money. Oh, that's, that's definitely a red flag. That was Jay's first marriage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's another issue. If a couple has between a 20 and 25% rejection rate, uh, plus infighting amongst the wedding party. Rejection rate. Wow, mm-hmm. wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When other uh-huh. people said that he's not good for you or she's not good for you, yeah. 25% of your friends said you shouldn't be that with that yep. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a couple, a couple who makes you know like little tiny, little bitty, subtle digs at each other throughout the wedding. Hope you're not that when we had a wedding, you know, stuff like that. There go well, your hope damn you lose mama. Some that, hope you lose some of that by wedding. You're an expert at this. You gonna get that affix photo? You gonna get that affix? I don't think you're gonna be able to get in that dress to be honest with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Think your daddy will be yeah, out by yeah. time to win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you this was for Jay. I know. So, <laughs> so, Jay and Steve, too, of course, we want you to chime in. It's your no, show. I'm going to chime in when you get through. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just about through, but I do have a question to ask you. Did you guys have any doubts? Or did you see any red flags yeah, before you got married? Yeah, my daughter gave me the best sign ever. Uh-huh. Ever. And I didn't listen. My daughter said to me, mm-hmm. she said to me, Daddy, you ain't got to go through with this. We can just have a party and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Have the reception, but not the wedding. And then another friend of mine, Stephanie, said, Uh "This was my what? what, what, How many times have you married, Steve?" You've been married. Well, which one? You yeah. Well, anyway, this time will be probably Stephanie. You knew Stephanie. This was about about the third. Yeah, about third for Stephanie. I said, "Stephanie, you coming to my wedding?" Stephanie said, and I repeat. No, dog, I'll catch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a movie? <laughs> a flight? Yeah, damn, Jay. <laughs> I'll catch the yeah. next one. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, wow. I have a short list of things that I have discovered okay. that oh. can happen during the wedding day or leading up to that will let you know this ain't finna work. Okay. Come on. From the wedding 
photographer perspective, mm-hmm. okay, if at no point do they want to hold hands for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. That's a telltale. Yeah. That's a sign. That's a sign. Uh-huh. Here's another sign. At the wedding, if it ain't but one person on top of the cake. <laughs> oh, what? That, that's, that's it, huh? What kind of cake? Who make a cake like that? Yeah. yeah you know, cool. just a bride or just a groom. Just a cake My topper, huh? One of them said, don't, you don't even got to put me up on don't this. Don't put me up on that cake. Wow. <laughs> and here's the biggest time. way you can tell this 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 wedding ain't going to last. If at the reception ain't no gifts on the table. <laughs> That's a sign. That's what people That's have just said. I'm not finna buy nothing. Waste I'm my not money. Invest a quarter into this. This ain't finna last. Wow. Also, if somebody says, so what day is that again now? <laughs> <laughs> is that is this that? Wednesday? Really? Oh, okay. Getting married on a Wednesday? I'm going to try to be there. <laughs> Wednesday? I guess my favorite one was if you're taking digs. <laughs> I, like <laughs> yeah. I like that cake. Yeah. Though. Wow. Mm-hmm. But God mm-hmm. does send you a sign all the time. Thank yes, you, Mike. He'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tell Mike. Take a signs. breath, mint, before we walk down the aisle. Wow. We'll take one of them before we go down the <laughs> Jesus. You all don't even like each other. Why go through with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them you the groom. She coming down now. Dun, 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 dun. Now, now you up there, and this is what you turn around to your best man and say, hear her ass. That's the sign right there. Here. 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 In the and middle of the trip. I don't know if y'all know this about music, but this is the absolute truth. What? Taps and the wedding song, taps and the wedding uh-huh. song uh-huh. are in the same key. I rest my case. <laughs> what? The death song? Yeah. 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 That is terrible, Jay. But Jay is the expert. <laughs> he is the expert, though. Wedding song, same key. Jay, you meet a lovely, beautiful woman. You meet her, a beautiful woman. Uh huh. You like her a whole lot. Yes. The relationship is growing. Mm hmm. It's about that time. You know that the next step is marriage. Mm-mm. What do you do? Didn't Steve tell you to stop doing this? Because it's just life. you several times. Jay, it's so, life. You, and every, like every month, you do it again. <laughs> she like, you know, the damn thing he said. <laughs> like, like she's going to try a new hand. Yeah. <laughs> I did try something new, Steve. You got that? <laughs> but surely, but surely, like, he ain't heard these angles before. He's so unmoved by this new He's system. heard it all, right? Because he felt that way about all of them. Yeah. Jay, is it good during the relationship, but it get bad after the wedding? I, I, I hear what you say, Tommy. Is it good during the relationship? I like, hear what you say, Tommy. <laughs> Coming up right after this, the nephew's on tap with a prank phone call. We'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we're going to talk about uh, students. Uh, they're going to hold a lie-in. At, they held a lie-in at the White House, I should say, as uh, Trump tweeted about Obama <laughs> over Russia. And uh, Miss Ann will be here <laughs> every day. Yeah, every day. He ain't out of tweets yet. Uh uh-uh, uh. He uh-uh. having a Twitter tantrum. And you know what? And because he's president, these are official. This is official. This is history. These yeah. tweets, because well, this is all you know we have something. to go by. I believe that these kids are going to change things. 
yeah. I believe for the first time, and see, they're young enough and smart enough and tech savvy and information is at their fingertips. See, they can get educated. They, they uh-huh. you, you know, they ain't got to wait on their mom and them to give them the information. And they have no fear. He can't out-tech no. them. They have he no can't. Oh, right. He cannot out-tech right. them. Yeah. yeah. And so, no, no, no. <laughs> See, so what you're going to do is you're going to run into a young person who doesn't have an ulterior motive. Right. Because right. all they want to do is live. Yep. The, ain't nobody paying them no money yet. Right. Now, yeah. they didn't got hip to the NRA. Oh, man. And now they're doing it. And, and I'm telling you, man, it's causing parents to have to listen to their children because when your children are out here going, look, I just want to live, I want to be protective. Mm-hmm. Like that one sign that was up with that little kid in the swing and mm-hmm. it said, and it had a child in the swing under the scope of a rifle. A scope wow. was aimed at oh, this yeah, child yeah. in a cartoon. Oh my God. Well, and, 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 and the sign said, guns don't die, children do. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wow. very powerful. Yeah. And yeah, you know, man. these kids right here, are, are angry and they know that their parents is BSing them. Right. Yeah. Mm. Because a lot of the parents have the attitude don't make any fuss, keep it low. Stay low. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm, hey, on hey, yeah, I'm on my job now. I'm on my job. See, kids don't have that. Yeah. They're going to start a movement. No fear. And yeah. I've known a lot of it. people, the civil yeah, rights movement have... had a lot to do with kids being arrested and yeah. standing up young because people. the parents yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. couldn't young go. People, that's young right. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was because of the civil rights movement yes, that a lot right. of kids yep. got arrested. Students were a, stu- huge yeah. part a huge of it. part of mm-hmm. the change. Right. That's right. And these that's gun laws, I believe, will change because these kids are involved. Because now what the kids have done is they flipped the narrative. So you're not going to give us the narrative. And they're not going to stop. Yeah. Our friends are dying, right. and you won't do anything about it, and we feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Our friends die, your friends get rich. That yeah. ain't going to work. Yeah. So uh, Miss Ann is coming up with our national news, too, and, and uh, right now it's time for you, Tommy, to run that prank back. What Here you got? it is. Your drunk husband. Run it, run it. Your drunk husband. Hello? You got to hold on a minute, okay? All right. I got your phone. I'll give your wife a call. Hello? Hello? All right. Right now, you're inebriated, sir. Okay? Right now, I should be taking you in, but I'm not going to do that. You let me, if Hello? she's able to come and pick you up, I'll let her come get you. All right? Officer Brian's going to put you in his squad car. I'm going to call your wife. I, I, I've got the phone dialing now. All right? Okay. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Hello? Who am, I, who am I speaking with, please? Who is this? This is Officer Daniel. Uh, Officer Daniel, you just called from. It, this is my husband's number. Who is the, uh, who is Officer Daniel? I am Officer Daniels, ma'am. Your, your husband's actually been pulled over, and he's been uh, actually he's in uh, another officer's car. He's uh, he's a little bit inebriated here, and we're trying to see about getting him picked up. I'm trying my best not to take him in today, so I'm trying to be a good Samaritan. I'm trying to get Wait, someone to come and pick him up. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up. You you got my husband. Uh, I, what I got here on the driver's license is uh, Kenny, Kenny. And he's with you now. He's actually in Officer Brian's uh, squad car right now. So uh, he was actually uh, bobbing and weaving out on the road, and we pulled him over. He's not creating any problems. The young lady wasn't creating any problems. So what we're, try- what we're trying to do is get somebody to come and pick him up. You have my husband because my husband is at work, so he can't be in no Officer Brian or in your car. And, and what, okay. Back up. Did you say, tell me again, did you say somebody's with Kenny? 
There is. There was a young lady in the car, man. We're actually letting her go because she's not inebriated. Uh, from the looks of it, somebody, she's calling somebody to, to pick her up now. Man, so. no, no, no. I, I can't believe this. Shannon, I know that dirty son got no back in my car. That's my car. And you said that he had, tell me this, officer, tell me this. Look at that and tell me what she looked like. It better not be that. Better not be the one I think she is. I have no idea exactly. Excuse me, ma'am. I know. Ma what, what exactly is your name? About in my car, he's supposed to be working. I'm sorry. Jazz? Jasmine. Okay. You're Jasmine. Okay. No, just stay there. We'll, we'll talk to you in a moment. Yeah, we, uh, her name is Jasmine. I'm not yes, sure who is. she is okay. in relation to Katie, yeah. but... Keep him well, there. Keep, keep it. Yeah, hold him there till I get there. I'm on my way. I'm on my way right now. Hey, Bridget, I want you to watch these children for me till I get back. I'm going to see if I can give me a ride up to the truck stop, and I'll be All back right. in a minute. Hello? Yeah. Hello? I'm still here. Are you, are you, are I'm you here. there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay ma'am. Listen, I can't I can't stay here too much longer. I can I can stay here maybe another 15, 20 minutes. Somebody come get the car, and but I got to keep moving here. I'm just trying to do a favor and not listen, take this guy listen, in. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I got my purse in my hand. I'm on my way to that truck stop. Please don't take that nowhere because I got something for his and when I get there I hope like hell it ain't that that's been calling me with me all through the night leave her there till I get there because I got some things that I need to take care of this thing don't move the squad car till I get there I'm on way right now right now I'll be there in a minute I well that took my car and picked up that today we done had arguments over this it better not be that it better not. I bet you it better not be her. It better not be her. I'm on my way. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be okay, there. Keep okay. that till I get there. Okay. Well, do you know, there's a guy that was with Kenny. Let me close my door so you can hear me better, man. Uh, yeah. There was another gentleman that was in the back seat of the car that was uh, riding with Kenny and the young lady. I don't give a I no other riding with Kenny. You just make sure he's there when I get there. Okay. Okay. Now, do you know who this other gentleman, do you know... Uh, 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 nephew Tommy? I don't care about no nephew, nephew Tommy. <laughs> nephew Tommy. <laughs> Cynthia, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Your husband Kenny got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> you got to, you got to, you, you ain't kidding me. So let me tell you what was just going to happen to Kenny nephew Tommy. I was going to go down to Bankhead in 285 and, and tell him when he get home, he's still going to be. Oh. oh, my God. You all right? Oh, my God. No, nah, I'm going to kick. Where you at, Tommy? <laughs> oh, man. He told me, he said, man, my wife don't play. He said, I call my know. wife, man, and prank my wife. You all right, Cynthia? I'm good, Tommy. I'm good. I'm good. But what for real, though? He did work. He ain't work. No, he ain't work. He ain't work. He in your car at work. He work. You better be at work. <laughs> hey, baby, tell me this. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Holland Morning Show. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right, uh, we'll have more of today's national news at the top of the hour. Uh, Miss Ann will be here with our news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you got everybody, I think, is probably asking themselves this question, or a lot of people, I'll just say. Uh, what is wrong with President Trump? He's just mean, man. He crazy. He's just uh, crazy. Crazy. Mean. crazy and mean. He's not, I don't think he's crazy at all. He's just Heartless. mean. He's never had to be um, uh, sensitive to anybody about anything. I think about if, anything. I think if counsel would have got cured during Obama, mm. he'd have brought that back. <laughs> Yeah. He'd have brought that. Yeah. Yeah. And have you guys? Yeah, he would have. Yeah. Have you guys heard this? Um, a lot of people say you guys should respect the office of the president. That's not the issue. We respect the office. He and doesn't you didn't respect, respect it. When Obama was there. He well, doesn't respect no. it. We yeah. respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal. He has to respect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has to live up to the office of president of the United States and start acting presidential. He will never change. He can't. He's a 71 year old rich yeah. guy. He's not going to change. This is who he is. But the people who defend him are the ones that's really, really dangerous too because his base fuels him, and he plays to the base. And as soon as he get tired of y'all talking about him, he does like no other president has ever done. He go holds a rally somewhere. To the base. Yeah. At the base, mm-hmm. and they cheer for him. Is that right? Right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, look at the President uh, State of Union address. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. ever seen a president applaud for themselves? <laughs> ever? <laughs> Not ever. in my most recent recollections. The whole, whole speech clapping. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to clap for me. I got loud. me. I got me. I mean, it was so loud. I got me. Am I right? Am I right? Look at me. Is, is that right? I mean, yeah. And Talk about about stunting. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys won't even stand. I mean, yeah. wow, that's ridiculous. It's tree called it treasonous. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, other, the other sign, Steve, the true sign of when you don't know what you're saying is when you bring somebody else up to the mic. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when you run out of stuff to say, come on, oh, come on, come on, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he don't have a it's clue. just yeah. that's what's wrong. He don't with have him. a clue, man. He didn't think he would win. That is the that's the truth. Oh, no, that I believe the Republican absolutely. Party didn't think, didn't think he'd win. Nah. But I'm so concerned that the Democrats right now are on track to repeat the mistake that they made. Yeah, they have because they because no the Democrats all they're doing is knocking down everything he does. They spend so much time. Hating everything about him. We need somebody. That they're not, not re- they're not preparing a candidate. Right. Yeah. We should know right now who's going who's to run, run in, t- in no, They should be at least have five top we should know. idea yeah. candidates. Right now. If it's going to be Joe Biden, we need to start looking at this now. Yeah. If it's going to be somebody else, we need to start looking at it. And we need to start putting them at the forefront of some of these issues to counter this guy. Yep. Could That's they, how could you they, win the election. Could they possibly get, be getting ready, Steve, and we just don't know it, though? Could, could. Hell no. How do you tell us a secret No, they need us as to know so we can get ready to hey, vote and, hey, and, and, how, and learn them. How do you keep to anything a secret nowadays Yeah, right? no. with people with the media and leaking it? I just want to hope they prepping. That's all. I mean, they're uh, not yeah, doing nothing. They're not doing anything. Nope. And we're registering people to vote. To vote for who? Because <laughs> if we don't do something, he will yeah. win again. Yeah, he will, he will win, again. win again. That would be the greatest travest- travesty of this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's going to help? What? Us. If, if, these kids. The 
kids that get out and vote. The kids. The kids oh, definitely. yeah. That's what's going to help. Yeah. The kids and women. The bulk majority of those kids are not 18. You need to understand. Yeah, that's that. true. Okay. And well, the they might be majority. by the t- by 2020 though, Steve. By then. Yeah, by 2020 okay. yeah, they might true. be. Yeah, that's true. That's true statement. Yeah. But now listen to this. They made a profound statement. Guess what? What? You have to be 21 to buy a drink, but mm-hmm. you could be 19 and buy a rifle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something's wrong with this picture. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, Miss Ann is here, Steve. Ladies please. and gentlemen, she's here, Miss Miss Ann Tripp. Everybody, this is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, President Trump holds a listening session at the White House this afternoon for people affected by gun violence. He's going to be meeting with teachers, parents, and students, including people from South Florida, of course, but also they say people impacted by the Columbine and Sandy Hook mass murders. They're all going to be in Washington this afternoon. The president meets with police officers tomorrow on the issue. Meanwhile, Trump says he's asking the Justice Department to come up with an official ban on bump stocks, which make semi-automatic weapons operate like fully automatic rifles. I signed a memorandum directing the attorney general to propose regulations to ban all devices that turn legal weapons into machine guns. School safety is a top priority for my administration. That is why when governors from across the nation visit the White House next week, we will be discussing at great length what the federal and state governments can do to keep our students Safe. Meanwhile, the students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Southern California uh, arrive in the state capitol to press legislators to institute stronger gun laws. Florida lawmakers voted down an attempt to reinstate a bill that would have banned assault rifles. They did that last night. So, hey, the beat goes on. Meanwhile, a march in Washington over the issues being planned for March 24th is being called the March for Our Lives. George Clooney, Steven Spielberg, Oprah Winfrey among those pledging a half a million dollars each to help with the march. The White House finally acknowledging Russian interference but remains kind of defensive with President Trump trying to blame everything on former President Obama who he claims should have done more about Russians and stuff like that. Meanwhile, White House spokesperson Sarah Sanders says the administration is working to keep hackers from wreaking havoc again in the upcoming midterm elections. We have spent a lot of time working uh, on cybersecurity, focusing on protecting uh, the fairness on our elections. And the Department of Homeland Security um, met with state and local officials just um, over the last several weeks, along with election vendors, to make sure that our election system is secure. Uh, Last week, they met with uh, state and private officials on how best to secure uh, the election system from foreign interference. Okay. By the way, uh, on the Chinese lunar calendar, I didn't get to this. It's the year of the dog. People born in uh, 1958, 1970, 82, and 94, 2006, born in year of the dog. Woof, woof. 20 minutes after the hour, Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up with trending topics and more entertainment. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we know our listeners, our new listeners in Kansas City and surrounding areas are outraged by this story. Talk about tone deaf. Uh, children in a Missouri town, Missouri town are selling raffle tickets offering an AR-15 assault rifle as a prize to raise money for their baseball team. What? Wow. What? What? Can you believe that? No. That's unbelievable. Yeah, the rifle is the same type of weapon that was used last week in the Florida school shooting that, of course, killed 17 uh, innocent children. The uh, raffle was launched before the shooting, but Levi Patterson, the coach of the team, told the Kansas City Star that he plans to continue with the fundraiser. He's ignorant. Yeah. Patterson said he decided to turn it into a positive thing after getting the hate 
in the form of angry Facebook posts after the raffle was first reported. The weapon was donated as a prize by a team father and co-founder of the Neosho gun manufacturer Black Rain Ordnance Inc., which is currently pitching a Spec 15 AR pistol on its Facebook page. Here's the deal. Nothing, and listen to me, y'all, nothing supersedes these people's quest for money and for power. If money is at stake and power is at stake, there is no limit. That's what this whole thing is about. The NRA plays on the Republican power's need for money Mm -hmm. and power, and they will do anything for it. This coach will do it because he wants money for this team, but one of the fathers of the baseball players, he's pushing his agenda. So if he puts mm-hmm. this rifle up, most people go to his website and see this other yeah. pistol that's on yes. sale, and he's selling, making more money. There's no limit. Come on, money no and limit. power. It's all this is about. And until you find a way like these kids are talking about doing, if you accept that money, we will remove you from power. See, now one, mm-hmm. one without the other is empty in politics. They're calling it blood money, yeah. Money without the power in politics is empty. It's just a campaign donation then. Yeah. Unless you win, it's for nothing. Hmm. That's the <sighs> only way we can do this, you all, in 2018 and coming up in 2020 is we have to vote. And anybody that does not support a gun law, anybody, and that has to be the issue. Mm-hmm. See, you cannot let them change the narrative of the thing. You cannot let them make it economics and jobs again. Because if they make the narrative, the platform, economics and jobs again, we're not talking about these guns. guns. Right, and then we're just waiting for another mass shooting. Yeah, man. It's a doggone shame, man. I mean, the the, the, the whole thing in Sandy Hook happened with them little elementary kids. Columbine happened. This happened. That This fool up in this window out in Mandalay Bay. You gotta be kidding me, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't nobody think we need to do something? You gotta be kidding me. All right. Uh, we're gonna move on, Steve. Uh, coming up, we know Fergie has apologized for her version of the uh, <laughs> national anthem. And uh, we'll be back to talk about it at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, people are still talking about this. Um, but if you missed it, Fergie has apologized for her terrible rendition of the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game. She says she's a risk taker artistically. She wanted to do something different, but she does admit that her version didn't strike the intended tone. She says she's always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem, and uh, she wanted to try something special for the NBA. That's oh, what she I thought she hasn't always sung it like that. She well, said ain't she's nobody a- never sung it like that. She <laughs> said she tried something new. Yeah. But now, now, okay, now Fergie can sing now. She can sing a bunch. Yeah, she can sing. She can oh, really sing. Black Eyed Peas. She was in the Black Eyed Peas. I just did her didn't own album, The Duchess, all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where to put my hand during the singing. What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't know. It does it was go so, over my heart? So breathy. <laughs> Do I mm-hmm. put it over my zipper? He had a, he, he <laughs> had a moment. Do I put my hand on my butt? <laughs> do I, Where you put I, it? Cut my other breast? I didn't know what to do. I had, <laughs> she was singing, I was using both hands. <laughs> just rubbing so yourself. I was just lifting. So I had my hands acting as a push-up rock. <laughs> That was sexy to you. You 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 thought it he was sexy. He had a moment, epidemic. Yeah. Hell yeah, it was sexy. A lot of breath in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of breath. 
Lots of breath. I said, no, man, no. if you quit singing about these rockets and stuff, <laughs> this, could, this could be something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I hear the beginning of it? Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light right there. what's so bright? Come on, girl. At the twilight's last gleam. Yeah. Oh, let's fight. Oh, bright stripes Stop it. and bright stars. What are them stars? Through <laughs> the perilous fight. Or the That's what Aww. I didn't like right yeah. there. Let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. What chair you think we out here for? That's part I didn't like. Let's play some basketball. No, you need well, to go back and work on that damn rendition of this song. I felt yeah. like Marilyn Monroe. I ain't going to lie to you. When she sang happy when birthday, birthday. Like birthday. President. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday to the president. President right. JFK. Uh, Fergie again said she's a risk taker artistically. Clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. But see, I don't. I don't How think she, she don't really think she need to apologize no. for nothing. She's really got something new, and yeah, well, because she got so much criticism. That's why. Yeah, yeah but you know, Roseanne Barr and Carl Lewis. Yeah, come on, there's some people need <laughs> to be apologized. apologize. <laughs> Carl Lewis should still be apologizing. Uh-oh. No, for real. I, I think I think that people were really hard on her uh-huh. about it. She tried something new. And, you know, she she cool, though. All right. All right. Yeah. The nephew's here with his prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it is today's Strawberry Letter. You don't want to miss it. Uh, but up next, let me see. What is the subject of the letter? My man is bugging me. Mm. Okay. Keyword bugging. Keep that yeah, in mind. My wife wrote Bug-a-boo. that. Bugaboo. <laughs> My man is bugging me. That's the subject. Up next, nephew Tommy, you're here mm-hmm. with the prank phone call. You know what? what? We going to the won't he do it prank CD. Mm-hmm. Weed in the church van. 
Weed in the church fan. Did you no. hear what I said? See. Say it with me. Weed in the church fan. We're not saying that. Yeah. Weed in the church fan. Weed. Weed. There's no H in weed. Weed <laughs> in the church van. You need to no, pray on in that. The it's weed in the church van. You need some healing. Healing the weed in the church <laughs> van. Here it is. Run it. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan. Bro, brother Dan. Dan. Hello, hold on. Let me cut the TV down. Who you, I'm who trying you to reach Brother Dan. Brother Dan. Oh, oh this is uh, Okay. Yeah, this is Brother Scott from the church, from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, Brother. Dan, I call you. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, uh, You drive the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays, and Sunday. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now, Sunday, what, what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday, I, I usually start about 8 o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over? Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, mm -hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you, uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, they uh, are complaining, saying that um, that the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me? They say the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh, driving them. Oh, no, 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 not, not, not the van that, that I'm driving. I'm, I don't, no, I don't, I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, uh, do you smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no, no church now. What? Where, where are you okay. getting this from? Who told you this? Well, I, all I know is what, what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that that uh, a couple of the members came complaining. Now, now, saying well, that that, now, see, see, now, see, this, this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I, I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now, I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now, I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that, and I wouldn't smoke in no church fan. So are you seriously talk, talking? What, 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 what we're, trying to, we're trying to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on with you. Well, which um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I they, don't know. They love me. Every Sunday, them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay, well, they, they, one, one of them says, smell like, ooh, we. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I, I, I've been driving this van as, as, as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was, was something that I wanted to 
volunteer, even though I'm getting paid to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about like I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we gonna to definitely uh, have we'll a finger pointing. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church. Man, my mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. See the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some weed? Then why do, then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the band smell like weed, man. Now, I don't, I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't going to give me nothing. I ain't had no and we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now, you ain't going to mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now, we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no. We didn't, no. No, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What, one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what? You know who I think, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? What the <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh, Brother, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence, oh my God! <laughs> Larry, they call him Larry, but oh, his name is Lawrence. Oh man, I know exactly. Man, tell Larry, tell Larry he in trouble with me. I'm gonna hit him with the van. <laughs> oh man! Hey, I got one more thing. To, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the yes, baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Yeah, got me. <laughs> oh, man. man, go on rest, man. Go on and chill out the rest of the day. I try, man. I know I ain't gonna smoke no weed. <laughs> I got him fired up. That's how you get him fired up. Lay hands on you, that's huh? Damn sure. That's how you get him fired. It won't be in a good way. <laughs> no, not in a nice, uh-uh. not in a healing way. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but he needs I, healing. I think Church Boy's about ready to fight. Yeah. I think he's about oh, ready man. to fight. I can't wait for that hospital visit. Tommy, what happened? <laughs> Somebody took it the wrong way. <laughs> get your latest prank CD in Walmart today. Won't he do it? It is sitting there on the shelf. Don't pass by. I grab you a copy. Give it to somebody as a gift. Put a laugh. Two copies. Put a get smile on their face. Yeah, get you two <laughs> copies. Won't he do it? Prank CD. That right there is on the CD. Weed in the church van. Yay, yay. I want Bishop Alma's number. You're not getting it. You're I, not getting his number. I, want, I got his no. number. I want I have it too, and but I want, you're not getting it. I want it. Noel Jones and Bishop Alma. I want their number. No, no, Noel Jones is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Big word you to death. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that, Tommy. Now, no. some you have to draw the line somewhere. Okay, right after Bishop Noel Jones, I'm going to draw the line. How about that? Mm-mm.
Bitch, you know Joe's gonna big word you today. You gonna be ready for that, man. <laughs> he gonna big word. People. I love you. Okay, okay. What would what could TD could Bishop TD Jakes handle it? Could he handle it? No. Oh. None of these people, none of these bishops can handle it. No. They need laughter too. I know I can't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> don't do it. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, you guys don't want to miss today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, my man is bugging me. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. that word in mind, yeah. bugging. Yeah. All right? Jackie wrote it. Bugaboo. I know she wrote it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice with your situation, just submit your Strawberry Letter at steveharvey.com. Steve and I could read your letter on the air, all right? Here we go. Let's go, nephew. All right, look at your book. Look, hold on tight. Oh. Here they use strawberry letter. <laughs> it's oatmeal. Thank you, oatmeal. All right, subject, my man is bugging me. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, I have a problem. I met a guy, and I consider him a good friend, and I want to get to know him better. He has taken me on a few dates, and all went well at first. The problem arose after one of our recent dates. After a really good date, we decided we'd pick up some food and go back to his house to chill and eat our food. Well, when we got to his house with our food and he turned the lights on, boom, bam, boom, roaches went flying from east to west. They were so bad. Look at that I've been waiting on. I know. They were so bad. They were even crawling on his dog. <laughs> I told him. I told him politely that I was not eating my food there. He sat there eating his food and looking at me like I was crazy. He didn't see that there was a problem. When he dropped me off at home, I immediately took my clothes off. And as soon as I walked in, I'm not saying that I'm better than anyone else. I have dealt with bugs in my home, too. But clearly, this was an infestation. This was not normal. This was the last time I spent time at his house. Now he asked me why I won't come over. (laughs) I don't even want him over at my place because he may bring bugs with him and spread them to my house. When we go out together in public, it makes me think he's not clean and his car is not clean because of how he keeps his house. I don't want to lose a good man, but I just can't deal with the bugs. What should I do? Please help me. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't do this. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I could not. And I, I don't know how you can. I mean, the fact that he's not embarrassed about it and that he brought you over his house and there, my skin is itching right now just thinking about it. He brought you over there and um, he didn't see anything wrong with it. He was looking at you like you were crazy. I, I don't get it. And eating food there? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, I... <sighs> Not, it's not a, a situation where, where you're better than he is. You're way cleaner than he is, for sure. And clean, that you know, that's one of the primary principles of, of dating someone. They have to be clean, for heaven's sakes. Uh, and, yeah, I wouldn't let him over my house because he might bring bugs over there. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, I just could, I couldn't do it, personally. I couldn't do it. I don't know how good of a guy he is. I just don't know for him not to notice this. I have a problem with this. And I think you should, too. Steve? Well, this letter right here is a very easy one for me. I've had this experience before. What? I dated a woman who lived in a roach-infested house with her mama. I was young. 
I'm from the hood. I've seen roaches before. We've had them at our house when I was young. It was just not an infestation. Tommy said, don't tell everybody, everybody that. You know, everybody, everybody had a roach oh, at the house. Come on, now you can cut all this out. Don't be talking about how it's we just grew what up. you ain't going to do is let it become an infestation. You were scared of the roaches, Tommy, because they was the same size as you. Shut up. <laughs> You don't want to tell all of that. You over there riding roaches and stuff. business in the street, man. But, but that's all right. Wanted a roach for Christmas and all this shit. Because you thought they was horses. That's another story. Horses? Yeah, he wanted a pony, so we got him a roach. <laughs> a little wussy. <laughs> now, you didn't want all that out, didn't you? Just stay out the damn letter. She done met this friend of hers. They everything going good. They done went out on several dates. Then one evening he invited her over. They stopped and picked up some food. They come into the house and they turn the lights on. Boom, bam, boom. Ugh. See, that must be your first time seeing Roaches, because that ain't the sound. It's swish, zing, pow. Because <laughs> they running. It? What's the sound? Zoom, zing, zing, pow, swish. Because when you turn that light on, their ass is rolling. <laughs> now, that threw you off. Mm-hmm. Roaches was flying from east to west. They were so bad, they was crawling on the dog. The dog is tired of it. <laughs> that's, that's there was so right much there. tail swishing, paw yeah. He didn't kill as many as he could. <laughs> He's exhausted. The dog didn't just resign to the fact, hell, they win. They kill. I, y'all just, just don't bite me. Y'all can just crawl on me, but don't, but don't bite me. <laughs> He's so sick of with his tail, tongue, paw. He just stamping on. He got four feet. He can't stomp them out. <laughs> so the dog then just man hell. So he just there. <laughs> man hell. <laughs> I told him politely that I was not eating my food there. Now here the key. He sat there eating his food, looking at me like I was crazy. Cause he don't see the problem. Uh-uh. It's just roaches. It's just roaches. Clean your area out and enjoy your meal. <laughs> I've been at a girl's house playing cards, mm-hmm. and I could not understand the number of roaches that was in here. Lights on, they I ain't none of them running. They actually stay here. <laughs> they walk across the table, and I'm just knocking stuff off with my cards. I'm trying to shuffle hard so the wind can knock them off. You must as I'm really dealing cards, I'm trying to deal them where I can knock one off as the card come to you. I'm doing everything. I'm in here fighting. How fine was she? Oh, uh, Lord. For me back then, top notch. Okay. Cause... Now, she was fine. Mm. I was dealing with it. So now you sat there. He looked at you like you're crazy. He didn't see that was a problem. Then he dropped me off at home. I immediately took my clothes off as soon as I walked in. Ah, that's a mistake. Too late. You got to get them clothes off outside. <laughs> Listen to me. My friend used to pick me up over this girl's house. And before I got in the car, he said, hey, man, come on now. Come on, dog. You know what you got to do. Come on, dog. You need to shake down. Shake down. I can't have this girl. I know she fine one love, but you can't have these roaches up in this car. So I was standing there with a maxi coat on, just shaking. Mm-hmm. I got bell bottoms on, just shaking. <laughs> Platform shoes on, an apple hat. Uh-huh. I'm just shaking. You have got 
to start shaking these clothes as soon as he drop you off. Don't go inside, cause they in there. Oh, they coming. Oh, Roaches is coming. Quit sitting in his car. They in there. They in the car. That's nasty. They look for other places. They know it's infested. They don't, roaches don't like living in infested places. They like living in the hood. There's just All too right. many people here. Take, so we they see go. a ride somewhere else, they're going to take it. We're going to have part two of Steve's response right. coming up at 20, 23 after the hour. <laughs> information. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, come on. Let's get to part two of <laughs> your response to today's strawberry letter. Subject, my man is bugging me. See, keyword bugging. We ain't got to get over this. She dating a dude that's got a roach infestation at his house. Mm. Period. She don't know what to do. These roaches is everywhere. The roaches is so bad they crawling on the dog. The dog done gave up. He ain't got no pads on the bottom of his paws. He been stomping roaches. <laughs> <laughs> bottom of his paws is wrong. Stupid. He just been up in the house. <laughs> He done barked them. They don't even, they not moved by him anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, man. The reason when he cut the lights on, they start running everywhere uh-huh. is because the, he don't stay there enough. Mm. What do you mean? You're going to have to do like this girl family did. They was in there so much that the roaches no longer ran. You're going to have to, you've heard the old saying, if you can't beat them, join them. You can't beat the infestation because y'all fighting me with the wrong stuff. Black flag does nothing. I know that. For <laughs> infestation. <laughs> It'll kill it only on direct contact, and you got to wait till the roach flip over and then spray them on the underside. If you don't do that, black flag don't do nothing for these roaches. Mm-hmm. You have to put something in that house that really does roaches wrong. <laughs> what is that? Decon with cyanide in it gets rid of roaches. Won't that hurt the dog? The dog won't out anyway. <laughs> Any kind of way. Any kind of way. What? I can promise you the dog is looking for the quickest out he can take. He don't mind. He can go to dog heaven and live a much better life. Oh, my God. He has a reward in it for him. <laughs> Hell, he ain't no cat. He know this is. <laughs> ain't no nine. Nine This lives. it. Take me, Lord. Take me now. <laughs> you don't think he laying there with them roaches on him going, come on, Lord. Oh. Take me now. <laughs> yes. Listen to me. Exterminator, that's what you're saying? Love to listen to you me. can get an exterminator, but you, if, his, if his house is connected to another home, this is the way you get rid of roaches. You got to bring an exterminator in there. Weekly for four months. Mm. The driveway on both sides of the house must be destroyed. What? Because that's the connection to the other house. <laughs> you, listen to me. This is too you much. have to destroy <laughs> the driveway. Concrete, Steve. Yeah, because they coming from next door. They done tunneled. <laughs> if you don't destroy that driveway, the people stay next door, they got them too. You must kill the route. Who knew? Y'all don't know like I know. Who knew about the driveway, though, right? You have got to destroy the driveway. <laughs> like My father knew this. 
He said, because he knew going to hell. Well, the Williamsons had them. Wow. And they was coming over uh -huh. here because we kept a clean house. <laughs> so my mama couldn't understand why we was having these roaches. Mm -hmm. My daddy said, they're probably coming up under the driveway. She said, Slick, you got to do something. <laughs> my daddy went out there and destroyed the driveway. <laughs> 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 I'm talking about because he got tired of coming home. Oh, he and my mama run her mouth about these damn roaches. <laughs> I'm going to blow this damn driveway <laughs> He had me and my brothers out there with jackhammers and everything. <laughs> jackhammer. I'm nine years old with a jackhammer. I don't even know what I'm doing. Just lean on it. Steve, <laughs> 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 is this true? This is a true story. My daddy destroyed a damn driveway from the Williams house. He was just in a jackhammer at night. And then when he put the dirt back in there, he mixed sulfuric acid in the dirt. So they get sick next time they turn. Right, this is crazy. <laughs> then we asphalted the driveway. We just took two weeks. <laughs> two weeks project? Yeah, my daddy had a parking station wagon on the side, on the side of the street. <laughs> now he got to sleep out on the porch with his guns. So our only car don't come up missing out the hood. <laughs> it's created a major problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you say yeah. someone asked you if you were going back to stand up. <laughs> Start uh, with this story if you ever go. The destruction of roaches <laughs> and in-law viewers house. I have never heard uh, anything like this before. It was a two-week ride. You are crazy. Uh, the station wagon on the side of the street. You I got, daddy got sleep on the porch. Now, my daddy's sleeping on the porch with his gun. <laughs> So don't nobody steal the damn station wagon. Cause he got his tools in it. See, you don't understand. All behind some roaches. Oh, no, and my daddy up on the second floor. Now he can't sleep cause his precious car is out there oh on that God. damn side. Uh, my daddy. All man. cause of the Williams roaches. All cause of the Williams roaches. How did they come though? Seriously, I've never heard this in my life. Never. This is crazy. So my daddy, that was my mama complained about the work. My daddy got tired of that. He said, I'm going to go out here and take out this damn So power. he blew up the truck. My daddy dug it up, blew it up. My daddy, man. Uh, uh, asphalted it. It was people coming up the street. Mr. Harvey, what is you doing? Get away from him. <laughs> it was unsafe. Get over. Sulfuric acid in the new dirt. In the new dirt. He put sulfuric acid in there so when they start tunneling, their ass will get sick because he knew that's where they were coming from. He didn't like Mr. Williams' ass. No that's what it was. <laughs> and the dog wanted to die. Oh, my dog. God. They were bloody roasting. <laughs> roaches have changed some people's lives. Y'all don't know what Apparently yours. <laughs> I have roach oh, stories. I have never, oh, ever... You have a one. you have a, a a a mouse story too that's crazy. He Boy. got another roach story that's crazy too. Let me tell you something, man. That's that girl that I was crazy about. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. My boy Biggie Wig came over there, picked me up. Oh, one I time. remember that. One. Oh yeah. yeah. And I had to call Big and tell him what time to come. <laughs> we have more show. All right. You, you want to hear the roach yeah. story that changed my life? <laughs> that wasn't it at nine. No, I have others. No, this was when I was, I was in college when this was. Oh, How many roaches in your life? I cannot believe it. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to talk. Uh, roaches. Ro uh, roaches, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve. So uh, we started with this strawberry letter uh, about this woman and this man and these roaches. And then you went on to tell us this roach story. <laughs> That I've never heard before in my life <laughs> about roaches. So you have another I'll one for tell us? Tell you about this girl I was dating that had all these roaches, mm-hmm. and it was an infestation. She lost. She was fine. Yeah, I was in college, <laughs> and uh, you know, wasn't no cell phones back then. So my boy Biggie Wig, I told Biggie Wig mm-hmm. to come and pick me up at a certain amount of time. I said, as a matter of fact, Wig, I'll call you at your house if something changed thirty minutes before one o'clock and let you know if I need a little bit more time or not. So are we in there, we playing cards. Roaches is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's lights on. <laughs> and they, they anywhere. <laughs> there ain't nobody, ain't none of them rushing. <laughs> They're just where they stay. <laughs> you I'm playing now. cards, and uh-huh. I know it's too many of them in here. Uh-huh. Man. I done got up off the couch to play cards because I just, they was on the couch. They was on the coffee table. They walked across TV screen. They was just everywhere. So I figured at least let me set up in a wooden chair with four legs on it, the least amount of exposure. Yeah. I already got cuffs in these bell bottoms. Uh-huh. I got to I got to damn near make kulaks out of these pants before I take them home. Because <laughs> I got them two-inch cuffs in these bell bottoms. I know they in here. Yeah. I know good hell well they in here. They comfy in there. Yeah. They, they looking for a route. So I'm in there just playing cards, man. These roaches is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just flicking them, you know, uh-huh. just flicking them off with the cards yeah. and hands. Cause, and the girl's sisters was real nice. They was hood, but they were some nice girls. But Lord, them girls talk trash when they play cards. So we're in there, we just cussing each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You know, I've been, I never been more bees according to women. <laughs> Little skinny <Playing> bee. <laughs> Look at you, Little skinny bee. What you gonna do? <laughs> so I'm in there. So we just talking trash. So I look up at the clock and I said, let me go on in here and call Big and tell him I'll be ready about 1.30. Mm-hmm. Something happened, man, I forgot to call. Uh-oh. These roaches, it's 1 a.m. now. Day in full blast. I don't know what it is about 1 a.m., yeah. but roaches, I don't know if it's clubs. <laughs> Club I don't know night. what's happening. They was all out for dinner that the, night. The roach club. They were strolling. They was with their family. <laughs> You know, we was playing music, so they was out at the club. The club, they was going to dinner. They was in the park. I don't know what be happening. They were out with their family. Roaches was everywhere. I'm talking about, listen to me, when I tell y'all, there was nowhere you could look Mm -hmm. and you didn't see a roach. Wow. I don't say. Wow, Steve. So cool. All of a sudden, the doorbell rang. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. And her sister jumped up and said, I got it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We play a spade, so it's my play. So I said, I got to get to this dough. Because I got to tell this fool, Biggie Wig, uh-huh. Big, when you come in here, <laughs> listen, now, they got a roach problem. I like the girl. Don't embarrass her. Just act like you don't see him. I had a whole speech. I was going. Matter of fact, when I called him 30 minutes before, I was going to tell him. Yeah, because he a good brother. But when you don't want him, though, there wasn't no texting, ain't no cell phone. Don't want him. him. I just didn't go. So next thing, I know she at the door. Uh So by the time I make my play, all I hear is at the door is, "Damn." He's here. He's here. Instant reaction. in the dough. What the? (laughs) And then then it's all you hear. (laughs) (laughs) He out there in the foyer just stomping. Killing roaches. 
I'm, and I'm standing there just looking at him. And the, and the sisters is mortified. Because he in here, I'm talking about, God, man to hell. told the girl, uh, I, said, I said, hey, excuse me, can I, hey, let me give him a coat. Because <laughs> you knew it was the end, that was yeah, it. It's over. Yeah, it's I got my coat. You ain't never going back there. And yet. I kissed the girl on the mm-hmm. cheek. <laughs> I tell Big, I said, come on, man, let's go. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> man, damn, love, I don't know how you sitting up in here. <laughs> Big, you see these, man, her mama over there, head down, everybody head just hanging down. Cause he done made a scene. So we get out to the car. Uh-huh. So oh, we stand at the door. He I'm say, sorry. He said, Love, you good? I said, Big, you had to make all that. Man, damn that, man. Let's shake off, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, man, hey, and flip your cuffs in your bell bottom. You know, good hair well in. <laughs> so we outside, damn near undressing. <laughs> you cool out. I just got the Volvo, dog. I can't get nothing in it. That's now. right. The Volvo. That's right. <laughs> That was wow. Me and Biggie Wig over at the girl's house with the roaches. <laughs> God, dog. No. All right, ladies. Yeah. Y'all, y'all don't see this. Yes. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, um, man, Jamie Foxx and ESPN. You guys got to hear about this story right here. <laughs> don't talk about his girl. That's all I got to say. Ask him any questions. Any questions. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jamie Foxx, friend to the show. We love Jamie Foxx. I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw it. Uh, he walked off of a live interview on ESPN. <laughs> live. Yeah, we all saw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the interview asked Jamie about his Valentine's Day basketball practice with Katie Holmes. You know, that's who he dates now. That's who he dates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jamie had a smile on his face. He politely took the headphones off. They took the microphone off of him, and he walked away. That's never, how you walk. Never looking back. He walked away. <laughs> That's how you bounce. <laughs> he still had the smile, though. I love that part, that he still had the smile. Uh, you know, he just doesn't talk about it. You know who used to do that real smooth? Who? Prince used to do that real smooth. Oh, did he? Prince would just bounce on him. <laughs> that ain't his business. I mean, he came, he came out with her to the Golden Globe Awards right last month. 
But um, he, just don't ask him about it. Jamie Foxx continues to remain hush-hush about his relationship. He does not talk about it, about Katie Holmes. I'm on Jamie's side. You, might see, him, you might see him out together. You know who else did that for a long time? Beyonce. She never talked about her personal life. Now she does, but <coughs> back in the day, she, she didn't do it. So that's that. Yeah, he just took it off nice yeah. and politely. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And also our girl, Tony Braxton. Somebody asked her something? She's finally admitted, because it's been a minute, that she's engaged to Birdman. Hey, you better put some spec on uh-huh, that, too. Uh-huh, you better yeah. put some spec Steve. on that. <laughs> finally admitted it. Uh, Tony announced the news while flashing her huge diamond ring in a promo trailer for the upcoming season of Braxton Family Values. He told her. Wait, he what now? Her. The psychic on my show told her that she, she was, was about get to get a big ring. She mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not. You gotta be kidding! Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it. He yeah. told him. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. So, yeah, he's um, psychic. He was false about it. He's psychic. That's why when <laughs> he come on the show, I stay away from yeah. his ass. I don't he gonna tell you you getting married. You getting married? You getting married? You getting married again? That's he what he's me gonna one tell you. You having a great morning, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Guys, Carla came up with this question. She wanted to ask you. Go ahead, Carla. Let him. All have right, it. Shirley. Let here we go. It. So, have you guys ever dated or liked somebody or even had a crush on? Him or her, and you you didn't want anybody, you didn't want to yeah. let anybody didn't know. you just say, have you guys? G- guys, they know. Well, guys, know. Shirley can get in on it, too. I'll let the guys handle this one. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Shirley, Shirley, you don't, don't want, want to get You want about it? Shirley don't want none of this. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> I dated a real ugly girl. I ain't let nobody know. She was so damn fine, though. I just had to. It was. Yeah. Ooh. Her body was fine. Her body was oh, incredible. Okay. But you didn't want anybody to know. Huh? Never, we never went public. Mm-mm. And she allowed that? I allowed it. <laughs> I just came up with excuses on why we couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> and she allowed Ooh, that? Who ain't feeling good tonight? Mm-hmm. You ought to just get us a she? movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let Steve go last. Uh-uh, let Mm-mm. Steve go last. <laughs> Come on, It's Jay. Junior turn. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, the ju- question again? No, let Junior go. Yeah, Junior, we have heard dated from you. somebody? Mm-hmm. Didn't want nobody to find out. Yeah, I dated somebody, but I didn't want the girl I was dating too to find out. And they both found out about each other. And I did like Jamie. I just walked off. So it was. Okay. All right. Come on, Jay. Yeah, I was dating somebody and I didn't want anybody to know about it. And we were in the in the in the house talking. You sound so just serious. Just sitting there talking, right? Uh-huh. Just talking. And uh, uh, the other person threw a brick in the window. <laughs> And so they knew brick, about when it. a brick comes through your window, it, <laughs> they knew about it. It changes your conversation <laughs> real quick. Like, From what to what? <laughs> it's like, don't you see that brick? In there? Yeah, <laughs> duck. Um, <laughs> I have never been ashamed of anybody I've dated. Not at all. We've gone. Out. You've done public. You've done it all. That's, we go. That's public. good. Yeah. That's good. All right, come yeah, on, I've Steve. Never been, no. Oh well, you know, I mean. Huh? I, What's the? You have ever, <laughs> no, I've never been ashamed. No, never of nobody. Ashamed. I've no. never dated somebody I didn't, you know. And you were embarrassed about her? Anyway? Oh, <laughs> hell no, hell no. We're not gonna date. Uh huh. No, no, you're not gonna be embarrassing, because what's the point? Yeah. Well, Tommy. Tommy said can he, do that, mm-hmm. but Tommy's a different type of dude, though. He, <clears throat> he in it for uh, other reasons. If you fine and you ugly, then I gotta look beyond your faults. See, see that right there? What? Yeah, that what? can't happen. 
Okay. Well, they overlook your faults, Tom. <laughs> That's fine, but we're going to overlook them in, and we're going to overlook them behind closed doors, though, Joe. The they be embarrassed, too. Like, I can't believe he got these baby hands. I don't really want right. to. My hands big, boy. This man with these baby hands. Yeah, he cut my butt now. That's irritating me. <laughs> yeah, he rubbing yeah. my face. Yeah. Baby <laughs> hands. Yeah, them little raccoons. You two can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Team Tommy. I'm yeah. laughing, but I'm on Instead, Team Tommy. Yeah, yeah, when you cup up behind, it <laughs> feel like you're pitching her. You know what I'm saying? You gotta overlook that. Mm, I hate you. I ain't overlooking her. Yeah. Stay with me, Jay. Always tired of police come question her, tell me what you doing with this minor, you know? Yeah. You Wait, only what? here. You can't get on the rides at the park. Yeah. She yeah. on all the rides by herself. You ain't been up, you ain't met them stick requirements yet. You two having fun? Yeah. I, you guys Sounds having like fun? they are. I'd be good hell where you wasn't getting on that roller coaster to see the point when you swung on the hand. <laughs> Uh, the little dude said, if you're not taller than this and you was swinging We quit it. talking about <laughs> when I grew up. I mean both hands. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't he Team Tommy? It was, he just, was he just not yeah. Team Tommy? Ten seconds ago. The megaphone ago. gives us life uh-huh. to talk to every time. Man, this little boy has been missing. Now, he is grown. Yeah. He is really grown. Mm. Yeah. You remember that time you didn't come home from school and they put you on the milk cart. Then when they found out how old you was, they had to take you off. <laughs> I'm not, Tom I'm was not, missing one not, time. They I'm, put him on a bottle. I was not missing. <laughs> I was not missing. You remember that time you finished that weekend? We put you on a bottle of Hennessy and we found you. I was not missing. What? <laughs> yeah, we found him on a bottle of Hennessy. So stupid. God. Yeah, you was right. 37 then. <laughs> he was what? He was 37. I was right. lost at 37. We will have more of this foolishness, <laughs> these shenanigans when we come back right after this. He was 37. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. According to a study, bronze medalists may actually be happier than those who come in second place. Silver medalists are likely to be less happy because they are thinking about what could have been. You know, they almost made it and all that kind of stuff. Be happy with that silver. Yeah, focusing on I almost. They're too busy uh, comparing themselves to the gold winners. Bronze medalists uh, tend to think that they could have got nothing, (laughs) but at least I got a bronze. So they tend to be happier because they are thinking, you know, at least I got a bronze. So in other Winter Olympic news, the Nigerian women's bobsled team made their debut yesterday. These ladies, yes, 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 became the first athletes from an African nation to compete in bobsled. They competed They're from Wakanda. (laughs) They're not from Wakanda. (laughs) Where the Black Panther's from, Tommy. (laughs) They competed again really early this year, uh, really early this morning. Uh, So congratulations, ladies. Uh, And speaking of the bobsled, on another note, we have to give a shout out to Red Stripe Beer, the Jamaican bobsled team coach. Red Stripe. Right here. Yeah, was reassigned and she threatened to take the bobsled, which costs around $50,000. As a Red Stripe spokesperson explains, as a beer born and brewed on the same island as these athletes, we want to ensure they have proudly competed. The sled cost 50000 Okay, yeah. so, uh-huh. yeah. so me, Aunt Jay, and, and Junior. I'm not. I'm we not, could. Oh, I would pay next, good next money Olympic, to see could, that. Next Olympic, we could. Could we bobs? Huh? I would pay good money to see that. Jay in the front. No. You can't push a bobsled. You're going to pull a muscle. Somebody. Whatever. They didn't kick me off the team track. already. See that? Yeah. I, that wasn't even me. I would pay good money to see it, though. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, you don't want to see us. Jay gonna be complaining the whole time. Jay in the front. Jay is in the front. Yeah, he's right. Man, cold he as hell out here. Why we out here even doing yeah. this? Jay ain't gonna show. <laughs> he probably ain't gonna, gonna show. Three man bob Three man bob slits. It's Jay. These suits is Tommy tight. Steve Ben Junior. Junior, Junior, Junior Tim, because yeah. I can't run the longest. So I got to run and hear him hop in first. <laughs> <laughs> and we gonna have to widen that car out because I don't like that little crotch position. <laughs> <laughs> But ain't, but ain't nobody head going to be down in that box. No, we're going to see. Oh, Carlisle would pay good money to see. Everybody looking up. If they were the bobsled uh, people, you guys, yes. I would pay good money. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to create a picture. No, All four of us in front of the bobsled. Yes. Yes. No, I, I wouldn't even do it. Steve would be cussing the entire time. The entire time. The entire time. Blanket, blankets, oh, y'all doing? We losing. Junior, hey, everybody. He be waving yeah, at yeah, everybody in the stand. Hey, I have a sickle cell crisis right out there. It be so cold. Oh. <laughs> I'm first Junior. one down. He can't, be, he can't stand to be around that much cold. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get a heater put in. Yeah, we know we got to get a heater you know, in there. Junior the on the bobsled crying the whole way down. You know, right after this, he got to go to the hospital. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. Why you didn't bring your medicine with you? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's going to be problems. Uh, it'd be a whole bunch of problems. Yeah. Tommy B then flew out of there as soon as we hit 50 miles. Shut up. He just then flew out of the bobsled. No. I got a seatbelt on, partner. I got a seatbelt on, partner. Steve's costume would have to be made especially Steve for him. All the you way know. Down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's no, going to be He'd be fly, Ford. though. Yeah, he'd be fly. Stefano Why he got Ricci. Stefano on and we yeah. don't? I love it. It'd be fun. Uh huh. You know that he'd be It'd looking be good. good. And yeah. that, it'd just be the bobsled. We wouldn't even show up. No. No. All right, we'll be back with more. We're coming back at 33 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, KFC. Okay. Whenever you hear that, everybody looks up, right? Uh-huh. KFC is temporarily closed hundreds of locations in the UK. And oh, Ireland. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw oh, yeah, That's I why I say that. Uh-huh. So what is the black UK people doing? They had to do the border. And the black Ireland <laughs> people. <laughs> Wait, what are they doing? They're over here in the hood, okay? <laughs> Trust and believe. <laughs> What's the story? Well, okay, here we go. On Monday night, uh, they had to close after its shops ran out of chicken following delivery problems, okay? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Fast food chain switched its delivery contract to German shipping giant DHL, which had promised to set a new delivery standard after winning the contract with KFC. So on Monday, 575 KFC restaurants were closed. Stores had initially run out of chicken over the weekend. And it says due to administrative issues, a number of deliveries have been incomplete or delayed. We are doing our utmost to rectify the situation as soon as possible and apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. So there you go. <laughs> the, they called the police? Yeah, you got to call that. You out of chicken, girl. You got to get somebody on the phone. Warning, warning, ain't no damn chicken. We interrupt this program. Warning, ain't no damn chicken. No chicken. Stay back. There is no chicken. This is terrible. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah. it's really bad. <laughs> How is KFC going to run out These of These people have ran out of damn chicken. <laughs> in Ireland. 
Warning, warning, everybody back. They done ran out of damn chicken. This is an emergency. Yeah, it is. This is not a test. This is real. Get back in your car. <laughs> Call your mama them. <laughs> Kentucky Fried is out of chicken. What? Dun, dun, dun. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> it's not to alarm you, but here it is. Kentucky Fried Chicken has run out of damn chicken. That means this what? is serious, folks. Yeah. This is not a joke. Get back in your homes. Hunker down. <laughs> there is no chicken. This is really terrible. This is not going to work. They have to do something. Uh, oh That's yeah. why you got to store you some chicken. Save you're telling black people that there no, ain't no, no chicken. No, no. You start all kinds of no, problems. You're going to have all kinds of problems. I knew he was yeah. <laughs> That means no biscuits, no sides. I got people at my house right now hey. waiting on chicken. What I'm going to do with a bucket of coleslaw? You at your damn life. <laughs> coleslaw and biscuits. What the hell is going on? This is un American. What I'm going to do with just potatoes, coleslaw, and biscuits. <laughs> That's why we've warned you, there is no chicken. Oh, hell no! Please stop crying. Burn my ass, I'm gonna burn this place down! You won't be burning anything down, we don't have chicken. All right, uh, what we do When we have... come back, there still won't be no damn chicken. We do have closing remarks when we come back to close out the show with just one more thing. Just one more piece of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, last break of the day. Just one more wing. Um, <laughs> we got one more. All right, Cheryl, I see what you did there. <laughs> Bing. Girl. Who get the wing? <laughs> Steve Harvey, you've brought your fabulous uh, and very insightful, very informal, very motivating uh, closing remarks back. It's something that you started years ago when you first started the Steve Harvey Morning Show. and People have grown to love them and... And, you know, to live by them and be inspired by them. So what do you have for well, us today? Here's today uh, a real good piece of motivation that makes your quest to become successful a little bit simpler. Oftentimes people are stuck in a rut because they can't think their way clear to see the end result. What I mean by is some people make such lofty goals and then they sit there without a plan of attack to achieve that lofty goal until they've created a goal that seems so daunting that they don't even start the process of a trying to accomplish it. For example, and this doesn't have to be the case, I'm just using this as an example. Let's say you want to be a millionaire, and you say, wow, I want to make a million dollars. And then you start thinking of how to make the million dollars. And because you can't, it becomes so daunting. Making a million dollars is difficult. If it were easy, wouldn't you do it by Friday? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Of course you would. But it's a little more difficult than that. So here's what I had to learn in my life. Everybody listening to this was born with a gift. It's inside of you because God is very fair. He didn't put it on a mountaintop. He didn't hide it under a rock. It's in you. 
And your gift is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. In that lies your greatest chance for success. There's a scripture that says your gift will make room for you and put you in the presence of great men. Let's just look at the first part of that. Your gift will make room for you. My interpretation of that has meant what my gift has done for me. It has allowed me to spread out. It has taken me places I never dreamed I'd go. Your gift will do the same thing for you. So now, let's just talk about your ability to get to the million. I think it's with your gift. Because if that's what it, that he gave you and instilled at you at birth was to make room for you, here's your chance. Now, how do I do that, Steve? I call it the maximize your effort by 10 theory. It's just something I came up with driving when I was homeless and coming up with how to make it. And I discovered something. All of you have something that some would pay you $10 to do. Some of you paint, some of you teach, some of you babysit, uh, tutors. Some of you work with your hands. Some of you can sing. Some of you can choreograph. Some of you, there's so many things, cut grass, I mean, play the piano. Some of you do something. Some of y'all work on cars. Some of y'all drive. But all of you have something that you will do that someone will give you $10 to do. All of you have something that someone will pay you $10 to do because you do something that someone else can't do. So now all you got to do, instead of trying to figure out how to make a million dollars, is go make the $10 that you're able to make. Once you make that $10, I want you to do it 10 more times. When you do it 10 more times, you now have $100. Once you have $100, it's very simple. Do the same thing you did to make the $100 10 more times. You now have $1,000. See, you don't have to keep thinking of something else to do. Just keep doing the same thing that you've been doing. Just do it, multiply the effort. It's the effort that maximizes and, and brings about the fruition of what your life can be. So if you make $1,000 and you do that 10 more times, I have news for you. You now have $10,000. Now, now, in order to make 100000 you might need a little bit of help. You might need to hire somebody to help you do the thing that you do. But if you make $10,000 and you do what you did to make $10,000, which is the same thing you did to make $10, if you do it 10 more times, you now have $100,000. Now listen to me, my friends. Once you have $100,000, I can assure you you are going to need help. Because in order to maximize $100,000, you have to have some like-minded people around you. Nobody gets to the top alone. Nobody becomes successful and wealthy by themselves. They form partnerships, relationships. They get employees. But once you make $100,000 doing the same thing you did to make $10, if you do it 10 more times, I have news for you, my friends. Congratulations. You have just made $1 million with a $10 idea. Stop trying to figure out how to make the million when all you got to do is take your $10 gift that God has put in you. It's a million-dollar gift that you have. You just haven't broken it down inch by inch, anything's a cinch, and maximize the efforts. That's how you become successful. These jokes that pay me what I make now, it's the same jokes that pay me $25 a night. they the same jokes. It's all English. This is not in another language. I don't know no more words now than I knew then. I've taken these $25 jokes and I've maximized them over and over and over and over and over and over and over. It's the same jokes I was telling. Babysitters who charge $50 to watch kids, babysitters end up opening up daycare centers. 
daycare centers turned into franchises, creme de la creme, Montessori schools. These are national franchises. Somebody was just babysitting. My partner used to cut grass for $3 in the front, $3 in the back. He got a landscaping company in Cleveland. He make $4 million a year. You know what he do? He cut grass. Same $6 grass cutting he been doing. He just got some trucks now. What is it that you do that somebody will pay you $10 that you can maximize your effort for and turn it into your million? Quit trying to figure out how to make the million. Take your $10 skill set and start hammering it and beating it and working it and grinding and hustling and multiplying and magnifying it and you'll make a million dollars. Y'all have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Wednesday. Hump day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 